0: Go get, don't let the ball hit the ground. Touch outside the three-point line. Right. Quick, quick. Get there, D. The next ball. Here we up. Allen. Allen
1: LSUA fans, it's time for the Fort Report, your source for talking LSUA Generals basketball with head coach Larry Cordero and your host, Ben Jernigan. Welcome to the Foot Report. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're excited. We've got a great episode for you today. We're going to break down the uh, Southern University of New Orleans basketball game and uh, look forward to what we have this Thanksgiving week with our LSUA Generals. And uh, Coach Lear, how's it going this morning?
0: Hey, Ben, I appreciate your energy, man. I love the passion. Thank you for doing this week after week. Happy early Thanksgiving to you and your family and to all our listeners out there.
1: Happy early Thanksgiving to you. Uh, we're just a couple of days uh, on this side, on the, on the front end of Thanksgiving, and what is normally a week of uh, rest for some people, maybe not a week, but at least a couple of days, and uh, that's not exactly uh, the case for you guys. Y'all are y'all are busy this week with. Uh, yeah, what's going on this week with you guys?
0: Well, we've only had two games in the past. Uh, let's just say fourteen, fifteen, sixteen days. You know, we dropped one at home, something we don't normally do. Uh, just our fourth program loss at home. And then we had a week to get ready for a road game in New Orleans, just a, a one-game uh, that week deal on Saturday. And, and we fell short once again by two points. And, and we don't really play again until Friday. So we've got time to really work on ourselves and practice. And, and hopefully we're getting better. Even though we've lost these two games, hopefully we're taking strides and we're figuring out our identity and who we are and what we're going to be about this year. But, you know, these things are always more fun whenever we're on the winning side of things. No doubt. Uh, we can't be a sore, so, no sore loser. You know, we got to be able to show up to work and uh, people out there, hopefully our listeners don't go down during this little losing streak. Just a, you know, back-to-back game, something that doesn't happen too often here in Alexandria, but. We're uh, working hard to make sure this thing uh, stops, and we get back in the winning column. It's good that we can play game on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and hopefully str- uh, put together a string of wins again and get back feeling good about ourselves going into conference uh, the week after this yeah. tournament coming up uh, next week.
1: Yeah. Well, that, that's great. We'll have a chance to to get back, uh, hopefully on a winning streak. That is. Hey, coach. Let's take a quick break and let's get a game recap from this past week's basketball game. Coming off the first loss of the season, LSUA was eager to get back on the court on the road in New Orleans on Saturday against Southern University of New Orleans. Brandon Ellis came out of the gate hot, scoring the first eight Generals points of the game. It was a back and forth first half, and despite an eight-point pseudo run to end the half, LSUA managed to carry a seven-point advantage into halftime. The second half was a battle. The Generals were down eight with 10 seconds on the clock when Chris Vickers drained a three to cut the lead to five. Thompson got a quick steal and an assist on a Montre Thomas 3 pointer that put the Generals down just two with three seconds on the clock. And that's how this one went in. The Generals let another one slip away, falling to the pseudo-knights by a final score of 73-71. to 71. All right, so, so there you have it. Coach, you guys uh, loaded up the bus, headed down to New Orleans, and took it on the chin. Tough loss.
0: Sure did. We were without big fella, Julian Torres, double-digit score, inside guy. But, you know, make no excuses about it. We were up 15 late in the first half. We were up double digits, uh, you know, midway through the, the second half. Uh, so both halves we had a, a double-digit lead. And, you know, Suna, one thing about Brian Gibson and those guys, and I told our guys, players this, they're they're going to play extremely hard. And I thought we did, too just offensively, it wasn't really our night. You look at the USAO game, if you had said we're going to score 91 2 3, whatever it was at home, I thought we probably would have won, and, and on the road, if we would have held Suno to two points underneath their average to 73, I, I would have thought we would have won, but you know, the goal was 69 defensively, and uh, we scored 71, and they had 73, and we got beat uh, for the second time this season, so yeah. <clears throat> we we we've got to be able to find a way to, to get better and to uh to uh, to that was something that I could have done better throughout the week when Julian hurt his ankle and to maybe help our players uh you know run some different type things which you know just bottom line the ball wasn't going in the basket and we had nine turnovers in the second half compared to just six in the first half and. You know, just we've got to be able to take care of the ball and and to make shots and to play good defense and put that all together for the total
1: package. Right, right. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I I want to talk about Julian Torres in a minute. We'll come back. We'll come back to him. Um, But, you know, looking at uh, this game uh, this past weekend, um, uh, you know, there's just some things that that I that I noted. Okay, so it, it was really a tale of two halves in the way that we shot the basketball. In the first half, our field goal percentage was 462. We'll take it. Uh, the second half, uh, it dropped to 282. Okay, so that's almost 200 points, uh, percentage points down. Three point percentage in the first half was 375, down to 174. And then we even, um, you know, we didn't shoot but five free throws in the basketball game, but we shot better in the first half and the second half. Um, so what, what was the difference in in shooting in the, in the two halves coach?
0: I think our guys kind of hit the panic button a little bit late and, uh, myself, I didn't put us in good enough situations to feel comfortable enough and maybe what we were running, uh, I thought defensively we really sped them up in the first half, and I thought that helped give us some easy baskets to get those percentages up. Right. There weren't a lot of easier baskets in the second half because we didn't score to set up our press. So we need to be able to get some baskets to be able to set up our press to be able to turn them over and create easy baskets. That's right. So it was just kind of like a – it all a, a domino effect and we we really couldn't get going and we never really did get even late though we were down eight vickers hit a three uh we turned them over Montre hit a three very similar to the yeah. usao game almost right. identical and uh they missed the free throw we called a timeout and then four seconds left weird set of circumstances the, the the clock never started you know it's just road life what do you say the officials you, you go back and you look at it and I thought maybe we should have uh, had another chance at the end. Our commissioner called me the next day just apologizing for what took – not that he can do a whole lot about it. It's a different set of officials. But, you know, the clock operator there, and it was a whole – it was just weird the last four seconds, and clock never really started. And then they said the game was over, and I, I thought we didn't get a fair shake at the very end. But we shouldn't have put ourselves in that situation if – We have two less turnovers, we make two more free throws, Uh, you know, Chris Vickers' three ball goes in and out, kind of midway through the second half, I thought that would have really extended our lead, just a couple little plays, I mean, we had a quality film session with our guys after weights yesterday, and then another second half, uh, we watched both halves, and another one after the practice, so... You know we're we're watching this film and we're breaking it down and trying to see where we can improve and and do better and so you know the will is still there and Right. I real I'm confident and I, you know this we're, it's not like oh we're we're just let's start thinking about next year or anything like that far from right uh, <laughs> we, we, we we've lost two games and I think we're gonna be fine we've got to get we got the first game on Friday I think it's a 12:30 tip in Florida. And looking forward to to playing that game and then scouting the next one to see who we play the following day, Saturday at 5 o'clock, as we come out on top
1: well coach you you jokingly said we're not looking to next season um obviously we you know we we've built a program and uh, let me back that up you've built a program lsua uh, has built a program that just expects excellence and and so we've lost two in a row early in the season i mean we're, we're seven games in we have two losses and uh definitely not even close to to hit the panic button but there's got to be a little bit of uh just uh, uh you know some guys are down you know and some concern what's the mood uh, so two questions you know what's the general mood in the locker room after the game uh well let me just stop let me stop there yeah what, what was the general mood in the locker room after the game and then you know the last couple of days with the team
0: we had some pretty quality practices going into that game saturday in new orleans and we felt good about it our guys brought the effort and you know sometimes the ball doesn't bounce your way and uh you know it did not i really believe our team can shoot and score with the best of them and Sometimes you're going to have those games, uh, That's right. And, uh, yeah, of course, guys are, are, are unhappy uh, as, as far as, you know, we, we don't want to accept losing and, hey, that's just going to be our, our, our lot in life in this season. We're just – no, it's, uh, the bar is very high. Dustin Adams, one of our very first generals, came back through from Dallas heading to Slidell. You know, he went to SMU Law School. We passed the bar. And he had a few minutes to talk with our team. Uh, yesterday before practice and just explaining how, you know, the bar's high and they set it high and now it's, you know, there's really not a whole lot of room for air. We've got to clean up some things here and there and have as few distractions as possible. And, uh, you know, we're, we're no longer the underdog when he played now the, 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 the mark is on us. That's right. Every, everybody's ex- expectations, whether it's the, we're going to get the opponent's best shot. Our fans are going to expect us to win every game. And, and, and so do we. So you know, we've got to uh, build and embrace coming to play at LSUA and expectations and standards very high. We've got That's to make right. sure that we work up to that.
1: Right. And you know, that whole mentality has to change from being that upstart program. Hey, we're the guys nobody expects to. Uh, for us to come to win any ballgames to, uh, to all of a sudden everybody expects yeah, this LSUA, hey, watch out. You know, we, we want them. We, we want to play them. We want to beat them. And that's kind of the, the measure of how good we are if we can beat LSUA. And so, uh, you know, it's a different mentality that, that your players uh, and coaches, you know, have to enter a game with. And so um, – Anyways, well, uh, you know that's great to hear from 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 Adams to be able to to come, a former player to come back and speak to the guys and just to to motivate them in this time. My next question, and um, you know, what do you say to them after after two in a row? And you've kind of alluded to that, but uh, just in your the last couple of days, uh, what's been the what's been you know a theme or, or or message that you've you've shared with the guys as as y'all have practiced and and pushed through these last couple of games?
0: You know, obviously it's Thanksgiving week. We have a lot to be thankful for. We've got very good health, our coaching staff, the administration, our fans. You know, we're still in a very good place, uh, five and two. We want to be seven and zero, oh, but we won those three games a couple weeks back, all in a row. And we know we can do it. We can go and get these next three games in a row again, and we can come back hopefully going into conference feeling, uh, you know, better about ourselves, eight and two. You know, again, we keep preaching games aren't played on paper. You know, the new poll is going to come out tomorrow. I thought we'd drop one game, we'd drop a little bit. Now we dropped two games, so who knows where we'll be ranked? Not that it really, really matters, but uh, you know, we we want to find our identity, and hopefully that's on the defensive end, and caring and and sharing, caring for one another, and sharing the basketball. Uh, you know, still our one-two-three theme. We've got to be one. We've got to take care of the ball, have a good assist to turnover ratio. It's not where it needs to be. And then we've got to continue to try to get kills three stops in a row. We were only six on Saturday. The goal was eight. Uh, I saw a, a team, I believe it was uh, Xavier, I think was playing Ford on ESPN a couple of nights ago. My good friend, uh, Mike White, used to coach uh, Louisiana Tech where you are up there in Ruston. And you know, those guys do kills, too. It's pretty neat to see. I'm a, I took a picture up to go back and look at the averages. You know, we're averaging about six or seven. We need to maybe get to eight or nine. If we can get eight or nine kills in a row, you know, what's a kill? It's getting three stops in a row. Right. You know, instead of keeping score on the offensive end, we need to keep score on the defensive end. If we can stop those guys one, two, three times in a row and rack up a bunch of kills in that area, you uh, you know, so really, you know, nothing's really changed. You know, where there's no panic button. There's, you know, of course, we want to tighten some things here and there and make sure we're doing all we can, no slippage, whether it be in the film room, especially on the practice court, just deserving victory and doing the right things. But being thankful for a lot of more games to play yeah, I believe if we're healthy and we continue to buy into the coaching staff, I think there's a lot of victories coming the general's way.
1: Great message. I love that perspective. Update us on Julian Torres, coach.
0: We expect him to be able to play this weekend at the tournament. Uh, you know, He's just working on it around the clock. It's unfortunate that those things happen, but that's, that's part of basketball. So uh, we've got quality depth. Uh, Trip Brinkley's going to need to step it up a little bit. Uh, Jawan Williams played a little bit more on Saturday he's a hard worker in practice and you know he's down there banging in the trenches and you know we still have Thad Middleton Uh, he's he comes to practice even though he had not been able to get many games a whole lot he's He's deserving to be able to get some minutes coming up. So we expect Julian to play in all those other guys. I like our depth uh, going into a, three games in a row through a tournament. And, That's right. Uh, hopefully we can wear on some other teams.
1: Okay, so let's talk just a minute about uh, what's coming up this week. So uh, you guys, uh, let's see, today is Tuesday. Uh, I think you you said you're going to travel. Well, yeah, when are you traveling? You're going to travel on Wednesday, tomorrow, is that right?
0: That's right. I went recruiting last night, and I'm about to head out the road after you and I have this uh, great conversation. I enjoy doing this weekly, Ben. I'm going to head on the road to go recruiting, and uh, my staff is actually going to handle practice today. doesn't happen too often. You know, we don't have a ton of resources, and especially not a ton of time either, but uh, I feel like there's Thanksgiving tournaments are playing, so uh, I watched about two games last night, and I believe I might see six or seven games today, so we're gonna leave early Wednesday morning and make the long trip to Florida. Have Thanksgiving together on Thursday after a practice to Wednesday night and a shoot around on Thursday, and then we'll play early Friday around noon twelve thirty, and that's kind of the schedule right there, Ben.
1: Yeah. Okay. So uh, in in the um, the Battle at the Beach. Uh, the Battle of the Beach Tournament in Panama City, hosted by Faulkner University. And uh, looks like there's some quality opponents. Uh, we've got uh, Thomas University, Voorhees, Fisk, Valley City State, Talladega, Lindsey Wilson, uh, and LSUA. And so we open up uh, versus Valley City State. What can you tell us about Valley City State?
0: I think they're a team from North Dakota. One of my assistants has that scout, and we've lined it up, and the next one has the next day, and, and so on. Mm-hmm. Uh, those guys, I don't believe they shoot the ball particularly well. Uh, I think they turn it over pretty good, and they do shoot a ton of free throws. So we've got to kind of, you know, that's just kind of looking at some stats and some things. Uh, our video coordinator is going to put together some clips, and we'll be able to watch these guys Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday anything we need to do Friday morning, uh, day of uh, game prep. But, you know, we, we always put too much emphasis on the opponent. You know, we know those guys pretty good. But we're just trying to make sure that we know our guys and our guys know each other and what we're trying to accomplish. Uh, we don't want to overdo it. Sometimes maybe we do when it comes to scouting and just, you know, information sure. overload. But, you know, sure. the coaching staff, will be prepared and we'll know what we need to give, what nuggets to our players. And it's just going to be a quick bam 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 tournament, so not going to be a whole lot of time in between games. We're just going to have to get the necessities down and uh, just bare minimum, and go out there and execute with effort.
1: That's right, coach. This uh, this tournament is um, Friday through Sunday, so we'll play one game a day. Um, If we win, we are in the winners' bracket. Is that how it works? And then you can you win three ball games, you will have won the tournament.
0: That's is that right? correct. That's right. Last year we went out to Texas Wesleyan and we beat the number one team at the time, the Masters. And the next day we beat the host team, Texas Wesleyan. That was like a classic type tournament. If we took care of business there. You know we've been able to do this as a program. This is our first true tournament we've played regular season in six years. So we're looking forward to hopefully bringing back whether it be a trophy, a T-shirt, or just the Experience the fact that we were able to do something special, and to you know get get some confidence and some momentum going into Red River Conference play next week.
1: That's right, and Coach, you know, as looking at the schedule, we played at home versus uh, uh, USAO on the sixteenth, and then one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, road games in a row we'll be uh, playing away once you add this tournament and then texas college and jarvis christian college uh it'll be almost a month before we're back at the fort and that's that's so hard to believe but uh this this is it i mean you guys uh, had a road game uh, last week and then just in the middle of a, a really uh tough road stretch and so we're looking forward to, to great things and then looking forward to uh to bouncing back and uh, at the fort in, in, in a couple more weeks so um should be a should be a tough but good stretch for you guys.
0: Ben, I just want to say happy Thanksgiving to everyone. A special time of the year. Very thankful to be able to lead the generals here at LSUA in our sixth season. Unbelievable coaching staff, our administration, our athletic department support our student support that comes to the games and fills the fort, doing this podcast, our newsletter, our six-man club. I mean, we could just go on and on and on. I really feel this is a Division One program that we're running here at LSUA, and hopefully we can continue to build on it. Everybody wants to follow a winning program, and that's something that I and we've got to make sure that we're doing is we're getting some dubs in the winning categories. And so, you know, happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there, and uh, go Generals!
1: Thanks for listening to The Fort Report, your source for talking LSUA Generals basketball with head coach Larry Cordero and your host, Ben Jernigan. For more info on LSUA basketball, go to lsuagenerals.com.